there is so much buzz around the question of will he, won't he come back? George's St. Pierre has populated our minds, our hearts, and we need to know. And after last week, we got a ton of great feedback that people, people left a few five-star reviews on iTunes, that people love having GSP, and we love GSP, so we thought... What better way than to kick off the show from now on while trying to track down the life of him than to just get right to the source this week with GSP. GSP, you put a pretty cryptic post on Instagram, Tennis and Rory McDonald. Does that mean you're back? Oh, hello, Kevin. It is good to be back here. Uh, yeah, I put a very uh, important message. Uh, to uh, my good friend Roy McDonald, and uh, we had a. Wait, very I'm sorry, big... was that was that good friend? Was... Yeah, he's my very good friend good... Roy McDonald. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying girlfriend. No, no, no. He is not number one in GSP's heart. Oh, okay, maybe in the lower region of GSP. <laughs> hey, but wow. not in my heart. Canada, so friendly. That belongs to a Mountie. Uh, who I fell in love with once, one long time ago. Anyway, getting off track now. Yeah, no, sorry. Back to the tennis, Rory. Okay, so here is what GSP put on uh, the Instagram. It says, with Romac Gorilla, which is Rory McDonald, after our epic tennis duel, we played so bad. It was a complete embarrassment in front of the regular court players (laughs) who recognized us on the court. That's uh, first of all, other regular tennis players on the court. Could you get your cameras out, please? For the love of fuck, it's 2016 and the world needs to see this. GSP, is this you rekindling the athletic spirit then? Oh, definitely. When I play against uh, Roy McDonald, I want to be number one. I'm very competitive. Yeah. I've said that no less than 9,000 times. You have been very consistent in your messaging about your competitiveness. And, you know, you don't want to get in my head because there. It is a very dark place. I, I would actually, that surprises me. I would have assumed it was just like uh, one of those 3 a.m. Vegas bars that someone turned the lights on, but with like circus music and animals. Oh, man. Kevin, it's like you are reading the inside of my brain. Well, you've, uh, you've always been so open with us, and, you know, we're close. I love that there is one person uh, just at the top of my head right here who yeah. put uh, his, his name is... Uh, Big Papa Butt Cheeks <laughs> okay. is on the Instagram. That is yeah. where I am looking at this right now. Uh, he said, you are 100% right. Thompson is a beast on the feet. I would assume that is like uh, one of the Thompsons who fights. I do not know. GSP does not watch these things anymore. No, yeah, of course. But So, GSP, uh, I have to ask you this question. I'm going to ask yes. you it until we get a definitive answer. Are you back? Are you coming back? Well, the important part about what Big Papa Butt Cheeks says here is, he says Rory needs to take him to the ground and uh, and ground and pound his lights out. A very interesting phrasing. I like that. Or soften him up for the position, much like I soften Rory up with my excellent game of tennis. <laughs> I tell you, we are so bad. <laughs> you GSP, you never you never cease to amaze us. Thanks for stopping by the show, as always, ladies and gentlemen from TriStar, the champion, George's Saint Pierre. Before I leave, one more thing. If you look at the picture, make sure to look at what a tool Rory McDonald is with his Reebok shirt. 
Hey, Rory McDonald, I'm not even in Reebok, and I am company guy, yes, no? <laughs> you are so bad. That was a rap diss track. All right, GSP out. Blah, GSP. All right, that means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting is way more fun. On the tennis court, outside the cage, I'm your host, Kevin. With me now, Rap Esparza. Rap, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Oh, no, I'm still on the line. <laughs> I oh, did not God, know I GSP. I, I thought I hit the... Okay. I'm sorry, I thought I brought Raph back. G-O-L-E-G-S-P. God damn it. <laughs> Speaking of the show. All right. Thank you, GSP, for the little cue in. Raph. <laughs> Jesus, for the love of God, GSP. Sorry about that. <laughs> he was... You know, he, sometimes he lingers. I it's think like every gone. week I come on the show later than I'm supposed to. It, and frankly, I don't know what it says about our ratings going up, but <laughs> I, I think we should stop and contemplate. People are like, it's just easier to get into when two simpletons start the show. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, why that first comedian is never quite great. Mm. Ref. That's, uh, <laughs> GSP's my opening act is what you're saying. That, yeah, our opening act. He helps me ease into things, too, because I do have it's a mental workout to follow. <laughs> Uh, to follow his accent mostly because that French Canadian just mm. oh, I miss him. I'm ready for him to come back. I refuse to care about MMA in New okay. York, in New York City, in New York City alone. That's that's the place I'm talking about. I'm not going to I'm not entertaining it. They've been pulling us along for years. Raph, should I care for any reason? Yeah, it'd be nice to see fights in, uh, you know, the Mexican Square Garden and the New York and like all bunch of fighters who live out there. They really, I, so I also, I'm trying to formulate the argument to care, but I have a hard <laughs> issue with it myself. <laughs> I guess because we've gotten behind it for so long, and here we are. the The headline, I swear to God, does not change ever. Every time they put it out, they go, guys, MMA just got a little closer to being in new york and it's like no you fuckers you said that exactly four months ago saying it for years for years and this uh, newspaper just got a little bit closer to my trash i liked your comment that was like inches closer it's like that's probably right if we're just being honest it's probably a few centimeters closer because time passed i'm right? running out of ways to describe it inches closer <laughs> millimeters we might go metric we, we haven't decided yet seduces voters <laughs> blackmails voters into like guilt catholic guilt trips them into letting them fight there you know uh, a catholic guilt trips is a pretty catholic mom <laughs> guilt trip and i'll tell you guys something you i mean uh, those of you who are listening who have uh hispanic catholic mothers you know what i'm talking about um i often get that uh the very similar feel of an irish catholic mother uh that's pretty intense but for the rare, rare beast that is both an Irish Mexican Catholic that had a mother of such that's nature, a, that's a wow. lot of allegiance. You, you know, well, it's a lot of loyalty absolutely. woven into that blood. Um, I <laughs> have no idea what we're talking about. New York, we're talking about New York, but I, but I just like that it took a is <laughs> trying to come up with a way of phrasing it because there are some article headlines that come back up just inherently in mma so you do your best to try and come up with a funny caption or something to say about it because you want to inform those who listen to our podcast and you want to make them feel at home and, and understand the other part is what? usually you and i are excited about the news we're like yeah, sure. oh fucking rampage jackson wants to fight someone no way i gotta find out who 
it's very rare that we look at a headline and reject it outright. But with this one, I guess it's that game of wolf where they've said it so many times that we just go, are you there yet? Because I'm not doing anything. Yeah, just let me know when you've arrived. It's that moment when someone's been delaying you for like an hour. And you're like, yeah, just text me when you're here. I'll, I'm going to go drink or whatever. And I feel like this is on the MMA hour, not to single out anybody, but like New York Rick, your name has New York in your at signal. So you should be the one forging this ahead. This is not our issue. I've done my due diligence and I'm done. At Union Issues, Rick, is what we should call him until the further notice. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty catchy tag. I'm going to check that's availability after Absolutely. this. Uh, okay, Rev, we've known for a while Metamorris isn't paying their fighters. I'm sorry. I want to stick on that for a second because I just love the idea of the only thing holding us back from <laughs> obtaining the address for at Unionized Rick <laughs> is the amount of work that it would take to do it because yeah. otherwise it sounds great. Yeah. It and then like we'd have to the maintain it. Like, yeah. Then we've got to keep going. And it's like, oh, God, I struggle with my own. Then you have this, the SNL mirror moment where he reads the fake version of it. It's just it gets complicated, guys. Yeah. Anyway, going on to what you're saying, Metamores can't pay its bills. Go but on, that yeah. doesn't stop them from sending emails trying. And I don't know. I guess there's part of me that feels kind of. Uh, so what we're talking about is five hundred dollars, and that changes it to me. We're talking about one person a in particular. Yes, recent post from our well, recent email from our friends Halleck, um, and so Juan's supposed to get five hundred dollars to fight, right? That's yes, Juan Bernardo. He has competed for EBI. He competed uh, at the Metamorphs Challenger, which we were calling a Ponzi scheme, but we were hoping for the best <laughs> with our friends. Like we because knew we like the people fighting in it. Yeah, absolutely. So we watched. Of we're course, we're all about giving that to the community because there may be somebody from there who's an emerging talent who gets a little bit more exposure. So we're excited for that sort of thing. Even though Metamorris is still heavily, you know, itself, we still hope for the best. I don't think we've ever tried to take anything just for the sake of, well, fuck those guys. And we were excited when they hired managers, a board of the managers. That Apparently. That the we still don't of things. know what the fuck's going on there. Anyway, so one puts up this post that's basically like, uh, hey, man, we want to pay you, but there's this weird thing where we like can't pay you, but we're going to pay you. And we're talking about five hundred dollars, which is yeah. it's an important amount to me because we're not talking about twenty five grand. Sure. Like we're not talking about ten grand. We're not even talking about two thousand dollars. We're talking about five hundred, which is a little bit over the two entry fees into IBJJF. It just seems like a reasonable amount of money to be able to cough up. Like whilst professing to do so, let's really put this in context for people. That amount of money barely gets you on the people's court. That's like the bare minimum to get in. Like you have to be. And frankly, it's really more of a thousand to fifteen hundred just because of the time. mm -hmm. And And Judge Judy, the Supreme Court of TV law, (laughs) wouldn't even consider looking at this bullshit. This would not interest her so much. Then they pay them, the and she would wave her gavel, and then she would shame him for a few minutes, and you would say probably something cry. about the fact of like, "Are you spitting on my face and calling it a Sunday?" Listen here, Bob. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what her colloquialisms are anymore. That works. That's that sounded like Judge Judy. To me. I, people are going to get that tattooed on their bodies. They should. So <clears throat> that's happened, and still offered to pay. Send well, them an email. Okay, sending so, emails saying we will pay you. This is a twofold thing. The first fold being this. It, they need 
to host another event in order to raise the funds because of drama, according to this note. Now, Which, the toughest part they're about they're going to be doing it out of the back of a trailer. Well, they're going to have uh, you're going to set up tents, start believing in the miracle of the healing power of the Metamorphs Grappling Tournament. <laughs> just donate a little bit of money, and we will oh, move on to the next place. Kev, you may have just geniusly figured out their way of getting around issues. They can steal that little uh, warrant if they want. Yeah, but think about church. it: if they considered themselves a religion, then they do. We know they do. We've heard him talk. We've seen but him sing. Think about it: if they really consider themselves to be a religion, they would have tax-free, so nothing on the you know. You guys are welcome again. Up and up the, there. We're not even lawyers or accountants, and we're giving you advice. So okay, so it's five hundred dollars and. Essentially what they're saying is, hey, in order to do this, we need to put together a bake sale or a car wash <laughs> in order to effectively pay our bills. But here's the catch. Cool. The people who are helping us put together the bake sale or the car wash, we're not paying them. No. But we want their services uh, even though we still owe them money, if that kind of makes sense. So we've been – Kind of running with this idea that I, I think they're just short of a lemonade stand, but the religious aspect brings a new and interesting dynamic to all of this. However, that brings me to my second fold, Kevin. This is where I need your expertise on this. Mm. Second fold is this. If you were to, say, come up with a payment plan for $500, yeah. what does that payment plan look like? Like, do they say, like, okay, guys – for a hundred weeks, of, uh, yeah, it's gonna that'd be five, five bucks. That movie, uh, with compounded interest. That's uh, what is. It doesn't say. It just says at the very least we will start a payment ban beginning on May March twenty fifth. At now, the very of, least, it then repeats it without a comma. Now, granted, this is all in fun and games and whatever, right? But people were not paid for work they should have been compensated for. So you can really attack the idea of putting out this this meme or this photo of it. Uh, however, Marcel Concavis, uh, I'm bastardizing his name, but uh, the winner of one of the Metamorphs Challengers. Now, mind you, Juan, he was a semifinal, or I think he was a finalist. And finalists were each supposed to get $500. Uh, Marcel puts out this very similar email that he essentially got that was basically cut and paste except he got invited to come back and compete again because crushing if he didn't love it the first time with winning and getting nothing hey double down on this so he sends and he puts that note up that says hey i got a note that was just like that isn't that disappointing so it's kind of like hey guys no we really need this to work we're, you know, like, we're going to pay you, but uh, like, don't worry. Like, we're definitely going to pay you, but it's like everything's riding on this kind of language. Guys, don't guess, don't think about this as Halleck Gracie, the person you all worship. Or I don't think anyone does, but yeah, think of this I, as if this is how a uh, relationship partner was treating you. Would not be okay? Yep. Wouldn't be okay. Or imagine just where you work. Okay. Just, not pay, just be like, good faith. Job. Good and they were just like, hey, buddy, um, you know that thing? I'm going to just need you to do extra double time with your construction and just kind of build the house. Duh. And then once we sell the house, that's where we make the money. Yeah, we're gonna get a, we'll get you on a payment plan. Exactly. Just to okay. sell the house. So think about that in that context for just a second. And the thing I was – the point I was trying to make to people was $500. It doesn't seem like a big thing. Uh, monetary wise in your opinion right kevin correct okay but then other people may try and bring up the fact that you're saying well wait a second when you start to add up the different weight classes 
and the fact that it was 500 per finalist and that the actual winners won more, you know, that really starts to add up. And uh, you know what my response to that was, Kev? What? The funny thing about brackets is it tells you how many winners and finalists you will have on it when you're in the pre-planning stage. So you're saying it wouldn't be a... Hold on, Raph. You're saying it wouldn't be a surprise at the end? I'm merely suggesting the fact that if you look at a bracket long enough, it may reveal itself to you. Mind blown. Hold on. This just... Mind blown. Mind blown. So anyway, this is what we had to deal with. It's terrible. We hope Juan gets paid. Although, again, this is the other part that I love. And this is why I think the the thing that AJ did was so interesting is, you know, is there a fear that they don't get paid because they're telling the truth and doing a bad publicity tour? Maybe. Not but that's point. a pretty studi- <laughs> stupid reason not to get payment for services rendered. Judge Judy like, wouldn't tolerate that shit either. Judge she wouldn't Judy tolerate that argument either would slap that gavel on your face. She would say the sun doesn't set on this moon. I don't know. Fuck. I'll work Hold on, on it. Let Rap's me... better at it. Rap's... <laughs> the sun doesn't set on this moon. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> she screams. <laughs> uh, uh, if anyone knows Judge Judy or can get in touch with her, we'd love to have her on the podcast. There was somebody recently who I saw that just put up. I think it's our good friend, uh, Desmond down in San Diego who put home early and I happen to be on vacation this day too, which is rare for me, but he was saying home early on a Friday watching daytime afternoon TV, which I was doing at a hotel as well. Watching some judge Judy has a beer in hand. He's like, I love me some judge Judy. And I was like, dude, this is what happened. Is he talking about my life right now? Is he like, is this the alcohol speaking or you know what you do? You, yeah, you do. You Desmond. I just like that you were with him until he started professing. Is you were like, yeah, yeah. Listen, oh, no, this is new to me. I don't really take vacations, and until I'm forced to, which I kind of was here, well, I just I don't know what this is like. So I forget what daytime viewing was. Daytime viewing for me in the morning was Price is Right and game shows and Fuck yeah, Price is uh, right. old uh, so syndicated shows that I was like, oh, I've never seen Wings. What's this? <laughs> Wings is oh god damn it the love story of a lifetime is what it is. I'm Listen, a, I'm a I've little seen obs- Cheers that was Cheers in an airplane cockpit yeah. or an airplane hangar, and the hardest part about that is Lowell is great though. Oh yeah, I love him. Tour but sort of force performance. You have to understand with shows like that. I think they have a, a certain element which is, I love to go up to people and say, "Oh, you liked Wings? Tell me an episode to two of the shows." Roy Biggins was born on leap year. Okay. And there's the first, which is the pilot episode, unironically. Okay. Where Brian shows up after all these years and stealing Joe's wife. I watched a lot of the wings. I think I could be up in the category. It takes me a while to beat the demo sometimes in person. But what I do, I'm. There was the episode that Helen was struggling with her self identity because she lost a lot of weight. That can take a real toll on someone. I swear to God, if you were making these up, I wouldn't know. And I watched those mindlessly. Like, I wouldn't even pay attention. It was just on, on USA, and I'd go, it's Wings. You probably accidentally watched every episode and know all of it. You're like, oh, no. I'm sure if I were to sit down and watch it, the laugh track would lull him back into the whole thing again, and I'd be like, oh, I know what this is. Yep. Lull and his classic one-liners. Justin Gaith J suspended indefinitely for unsportsmanlike conduct from the World Series of Fighting 29. 
I would like to admit something. Every time I hear his name, I think it's Justin Gage. Uh, yeah, it, so it's G A E T H J E. So Geech. Again, Gage is way faster. <laughs> easier to say. Feels writer. But when I saw, I was like, man, that's so Gage when I read that headline. Yeah. And, First of all, know. Justin Gage, whatever his last name is, is a great catchy nickname not mm-hmm. that he needs one because the world series of fighting suspended him from sports and like conduct indefinitely yeah uh world series of fighting just to give you a heads up these guys heroes are people like nate and nick diaz because they're mm-hmm. younger fighters they were watching rampage jackson and <laughs> i believe it was anderson silva that michael jackson moonwalk his way to the mma ring multiple times so let's uh, get off our high horse because we're the World Series of Fighting and we don't need to be punishing fighters for doing a backflip. Unsportsmanlike. Kind of I don't know. I'm kind of in favor of uh, <laughs> Are you telling people <laughs> not to fucking backflip. Because, you know, Just I'm never going to do feel a that. backflip. Yeah, yeah, of course. I look at it. And trampoline. I, I do it on the trampoline. Yeah, you do? I, and off a diving board, but I don't think it feels the same. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a little different. I still think you have to use a lot more of the muscles and the timing timing and the ability to read gravity. And I don't know. I don't do this shit. Who the fuck has time for that? Any of that. Uh, It's just, I think the, yeah, I like. Don't you ever look at the people on the cage and be like, just get the fuck off of there. You're kind of winning me. If If they had suspended him for over athleticism display, then I'm in. They call I, it sport. Again, like that's what I feel like. Over athleticism is a criminal <laughs> offense. That would uh they should do that. It's like an over athleticism. It's like a John Jones gets a reach award. It's like overreacher of the year is the wingspan of John Jones. Also an avid award uh that they hand out as well. Yeah, another big one. Overreacher of the year. Hey, you know, speaking of overreaching, uh we had uh, an interesting discussion pop up on our Facebook page. Now, you guys are great. I, I, I love you guys when you chime in with your jokes, and they genuinely will make Kevin and me laugh. We'll we do send really them to each other. Yeah, uh, but every once in a while, there's one that we kind of look at, and we go, oh, I didn't know that existed. So we put up a thing. Somebody uh, put up a meme that said, we will never forget, and it's uh, Brandon Shaw running away from Cyborg. A play and, on that time he ran away from Cyborg. Absolutely. For close to 20 minutes. And the person who tagged it put never again. So the caption I put on it on our web page or our Facebook was I said, when people are surprised, we don't listen to Fighter and the Kid on the regular. Hashtag Callan is the man, though. So we had some interesting responses. Giving a shout out to the person that created the. Yeah, and absolutely. I mean, like, all respect due. So that's cool. Uh, but then we got some interesting responses, kind of funny. Uh, bro, he shut down Cyborg's game, bro. Yeah, there was a, made me laugh. The he shut down Cyborg's game. When I was like, good stuff. I still, you know, and part of me forgets it. It was a wild time in MMA and jiu-jitsu, so it's kind of a oh, that did happen. What a weird time in Metamora's history. And most of the people that commented got that and were yep. hilarious. So then we had uh, somebody by the name of Daniel Fredo. Or Fredell, I don't know what his name is, but he said, how often do you guys compete? How many times have you went against Cyborg and played around in his tornado guard? To which I responded, and I think most of you who listen to our podcast will understand how I responded to this. I said the same number of times as Shaw. <laughs> to really twist the knife. <laughs> it's like, hey, call back. 
so here's the thing. Like he wanted, he's like, cool, what's your name? So I can check out your video. And this is where it starts to get a little bit like, you know, all right, this guy wants to to really come at us with probably the angle I'm assuming, Kevin, of, uh, hey, you guys compete. Are you one to talk kind of a thing? He stepped on the mat. Where were you? It's like, well, I wasn't invited, but I would definitely step on the mat of Morris, probably for half of what Shab did. Yeah. So the funny part is back when they paid people. Yeah, it was clearly. Although we don't know. I don't know if they actually yes, paid I guess, job. yeah, we haven't asked them, but they. I feel like we'd have heard. But it's funny because I'm like, listen, I understand that Brandon Schaub has a very popular podcast. Like him and, and Callan kill it together. But we never forget that. It's hard because we're, you know, we're a jiu-jitsu community. We love it when MMA stars come to play the game with us. And uh, when they don't and they disengage, you know, it's it's a little disappointing. So anyway, I have to then do the best thing about comedy and explain the joke, uh, you know. <laughs> and, and they always uh, get it. That's usually. Well, this is where we go because it gets even a little bit more serious. And Daniel says, you know, it takes two to stalemate. Cyborg wasn't pushing the fight either. He could have stood and tried to take down or tie up and pull half guard to work his game. But instead, he just sat there. Okay. Now, Kev, I don't know if you remember this, but I distinctly remember having John over uh, to my apartment. And us doing the podcast and calling you. And the two of you guys were so hating on now, Brandon Shaw. You actually, I'll, I'll even preempt. I know exactly what you're saying because it still makes me angry when you said it. I still am pissed about your, I disagree with you still. You defended him. You were like, you know, it felt like Cyborg could have done more than just belly roll his way in. And both First John all, and I thought that say was. say that phrasing. Oh, that's exactly <laughs> so what you said. You said belly that. roll, Cyborg. That's what he said. It was like, what? No, he was doing the. Uh, he was essentially like gator. What's the term? It's the. I don't know. Like a tornado guard rolling. Great. He was tornadoing, and uh, Raf thought he could have probably taken it to him. He's like, <laughs> of course he could track down Brandon Schaub and fight him and bring the fight to him. And I still fucking get angry when I think about it because I disagree with you. I've watched the fight several times. To hear what I said, you go ahead and listen to Verbal Tap episode twenty-seven. You can also check out the webpage version of my story of that. Uh, so anyway, I like the fact that Daniel is basically arguing a point that I had argued three years ago. And I was like, hey, buddy, want to know my story? Without comedy and kind of like a dick. And I was like, dude, I mean, here's the thing. We try to give him the benefit of the doubt. But when you later say that you shut down something, you know, yeah. it, it, it really is a humble brag that if you're going to do a humble brag, I hope you've earned it. Otherwise, we're going to make fun of you. Thus bringing in the invitation of how many times we've competed. So anyway. Uh, this is the best part I, I enjoy that Daniel put for us. He goes, that's an interesting viewpoint. I know it's mine. I put it out first. I don't listen to your podcast, but I enjoy the memes. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you'd, you'd take that as a real compliment. Or, well, hold I mean, on. It's just because he's like, don't like it, but 50. love the brains behind the memes. It's like, uh, same person. Just but here's the problem, though. I just enjoy the memes I occasionally. Like Occasionally being <laughs> part of that sentence. So to Daniel, uh, I wrote this, and this is kind of how I guess we'll, we'll go ahead and close it out. Uh, but I welcomed I said, you know, you're welcome to join and listen at any point you choose. Thanks for the discussion. I mean that sincerely. Uh, you know, you're welcome to listen to us if you look for podcasts and you listen to them. Hopefully you like us. If you don't, not a big deal. But I closed out by saying the following. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go make a meme about how I shut this conversation down. End of story. Anyway, so to Daniel, if you're tuning in for the very first time, you'll see we clearly are in tune with our listeners. We interact and, with our uh, 
I guess the reason why I wanted to bring it up, other than uh, telling this funny story, uh, one that made Kevin and I laugh, and in a legitimate way, we enjoy discussion, so calm down. Uh, but the thing that made me laugh is, the thing that really made me angry, Kevin, was not Daniel trying to give us some. No. It was the fact that the Benny Hill version of Shab versus Cyborg yeah. is now taken off the internet. No, Daniel, you just caught him in a bad t- moment because uh, <laughs> that was crushing for you. I could hear the sadness, and that does suck. This is, uh, I feel like Metamorris is behind this, by the way, which if I find out they are ref, if I fucking find out I'm, it's personal, but you know, I'm dropping the- no G in a G too. first, <laughs> no G in a, no G in a, wait, no G- I'll figure no, out the fucking we'll phrasing, the phrasing later. <laughs> but, uh, Daniel, like I said, if you took us up on our invitation, we hope you enjoyed that, uh, to everybody else, a good stroll down memory lane, but you know, Hey. That's not the only thing still happening. We've got some other stuff. Uh, apparently, I guess since we're doing the beef portion of the podcast. Yeah, I was going to I was like, well, we're we're going to rapid fire hilarious topics after this. OK, I want to bring this up, you guys. So WWE BJJ week is coming up and we're excited and we're doing some promos for it. And some of you may have seen that we had a really funny promo with our buddy Juan, who uh, came down to come train with us at uh, John's place last week. So we did a funny video that was promoting it. And at the very end, we put of this 15-second video on the Instagram our uh, little, like, logo and a reminder that, hey, BJJ Week is coming up. Uh, BJJ Week is coming up in, like, two weeks. That's it. It's 15 seconds. It's perfect. Somebody on the internet not only stole our video, which happens. I understand that. I've seen the internet. I know how it works. But here's the crushing part. They took off the fucking logo part, which is part of the video. So then they put it up. Okay. And this is the thing that really was the, I guess, are you serious? They put their name of it. Now, Kevin and I have two different reads of how their name is supposed to be read. Kev, you read your version of how that name sounds to you. This one is... uh... Brought to you courtesy of the Kansas Educational Institution that I attended. Here we go. This be brought to you by Samara Do It To Me. Okay. Now that's the one that you, that's the Kevin read. My read is Samurai Idiot at me. You be the judge. Because every time I speed read it, I'm in such a rage. Because Kev pointed this out. I actually out. Kev, thought what did yours you tell that you wrote me, on the doc was. Huh? What did you tell me to try about, co- that was really interesting about that meme? So normally I get it when people, like we previously said, people steal. You know, they think they see it on the internet, they share it, whatever. This is a video of Raph. This is a genuine live performance by Rafa Sparza that he then watermarks with his podcast and releases to the world. But here's what's great. They cut the comedy explanation. So now it's just Raph doing an asshole demonstration of a video that makes it look like that's just how he treats people that come into the gym. So. To at you, Samra, do it to do me. Great work. I love that you cut the point of the entire video and posted it as your own. That Kevin really did enjoy that so much, but he also mentioned one other thing, which is uh, the inscription of their name. Like they branded it 
God. with their like at sign and logo on the video. So it's kind of crushing theft. to sit there, look at a video with my face on it that then has the insignia at the bottom. And then I'm like, wait, this is their work, which is my work, which also am I going to heart this? Because let's face it, it's my face on it. But dick move. So it's a big quandary. Uh, they're, they're not also like explaining that we're about to kick off WWE BJ. <laughs> so. Oh, and I'm so pissed because it's so many people who doesn't get to see the whole reason we made that uh, fucking video for. Like, assholes. it's so funny because I, I actually told Juan, I was like, hey, man, do you mind if we do this for WWE BJJ week? And he's like, absolutely. I think it'll be a great way to help promote it. I'll help however I can. Well, you did. Yeah. And then... Samurai idiot at me decided <laughs> to change the game. Well, I'll tell you this much. Adding this a lot is, of joy to my life, but not the right kind. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys this much that is entertaining about that. Um, we did contact them. He did put our name in there on the, the little thing. So credit to them. I understand that. Uh, but then Jitsu Style reposted it. So then you see a whole additional set of comments talking about that meme. And you go, well, now they think that guy made – anyway, look, here's the thing. I'll tell you what Let's you don't see this. though, Raph. Anyone, What's that? No one's getting on you about that technique. Nicely done. No, Nicely. I mean everybody uh, agrees. The technique is immaculate. And Ain't my favorite no is – comments about that. <laughs> yeah, it's the one thing in jiu-jitsu I'll ever be known for. Um, but I'll say this. Let this be a teaching moment for everybody. If you steal memes – We coming at you. We coming at you, but also like not just for us. Like I feel the pain for other meme makers out there, and you know who you are. You know yeah, who if you take off of things or if you conveniently crop it out. And this goes for our photographers. Like, come on, photographers lost a lot of watermarks. All right, Raph. I'm so Bisping is finally. I'm just going to ask you how you feel. We're going to rapid fire through some things. Yeah. Bisping is finally taking responsibility. Says he made a rookie mistake. Mistake. About time. I, okay. I yeah. UFC Australia, Frank Mir is fighting Mark Hunt. Does one of them leave the cage walking? I think so. I think that uh, this is a tough one to pick, though, because I do like Mark Hunt a lot. Uh, Me too. However, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, Frank Mir's always been the big guy jiu-jitsu that you still want to root for because he is a big guy and he represents jiu-jitsu. So uh, my I guess I just as long as it isn't a terrible fight, I will be pulling, I think, let's say right now it could change hour to hour. But I feel like right now I am going to go ahead and vote for Mark Hunt to win. I'd like to see that. Okay, I've got uh, I feel like Frank Mir is going in intense. UFC just in Australia. You good with this? Yeah, why not? Me too. Shamrock and Kimbo failed drug tests following their. Famous night of showdowns. Okay. Can I uh, talk to you about a really serious issue for me? Not well, not after that prompt, but you can try. You're Absolutely. welcome to try. <clears throat> so as we've mentioned, I went on vacation, which is hard for me to do because I always hate. It was diet vacation. I don't want to have to call this out, but like it was vacation <laughs> for 60% for most people. Was he still engaged with the outside world? Yes. Was he still Absolutely. doing things? Yes. <laughs> was he true. on vacation? Sure. Go on. So uh, I hate when I do go on vacation because I always know some news is going to break that I would love to meme or do something. And I hate being uh, the second person to get to a joke. So, you know, you want to be first in line. Well, 
they happen to break the news about Shamrock and Kimbo getting busted while I was on vacation. And I thought that was a dick move society. <laughs> they saved that shit for when I was at my weakest. They did. They waited. They waited for me to have you... very little service while I was at, I believe, <laughs> California Adventures near Disneyland. It's hard here to in say California. exactly, but. It was a bitch, and I was so angry. Uh, and I, like, with the little reception I could muster, I was pulling content for memes, and I was working toward it, and I was just saying, for whatever reason, nobody posts something similar to this. Because I know internet thieves exist. And uh, I still contest, shouldn't test people over 50. Doesn't. Who wants to know? Pans is this weekend. Yeah, if you guys uh, are around, I'm going to be there, I believe, Saturday and Sunday for sure. Friday, very potentially, we're looking into that as well. You can see Raph as he is on vacation. I'll fucking murder you. Listen, that's where I'm happy. Working hard and watching jiu-jitsu. <laughs> it's, it's what you're supposed to do with your time, Kevin. It's okay. hardly work if it's something you enjoy. Wanted to give the people an idea. I just I want it. to murder you because you make it seem as if... I don't like the concept of a vacation. I just don't. No, no, no. I just don't want people associating what you're saying with their view of, you know, I just want everybody to have like an in-line view of what we're talking about when we're throwing around the word vacation frequently in a podcast. That's Mm -hmm. all. Just thought thought it was some context. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. So (laughs) if you guys uh, are looking around, I'll have some patches with me as well as Verbal Tap. We'll be selling those for $10. Uh, also be sure to say hello if you guys want to get in contact with me to come like, like I'll be out there saying hello and whatever but I think also I'm going to be training out that way so if you're not competing and you're looking to train somewhere let me know uh, I'll be able to hopefully put you in touch with a good place or going to train there myself so huzzah one of the dose John's start on the podcast yes he has officially started uh, taking over the Jiu Jitsu Times podcast he has a very interesting interview with uh, Sophia Drysdale uh, she's got some really cool insight, some really big updates in both life and competition. And uh, one of her philosophy uh, comments that really stuck with me, I think, was the fact that she was comparing women's jiu-jitsu uh, to what are the, the differences and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And she was saying how women like more analogies. Like men like them just fine. But like for women, it's a very – a uh, big component of how they they learn and process information. So she has a whole plethora of of really cool insights, and uh, I, I just encourage you guys to listen to it and uh, let John know that we sent you over there because uh, there's nothing John hates more than hearing that we're responsible for his fame as a <laughs> podcaster. So head on over to Verbal <laughs> Tap Cast and Jiu Jitsu Times five stars. No, don't rate all him. Rate tap. us. Oh, that's right. Just rate us. Like, get you're gonna right rate him. Days. Rate us first, and then say like John's cool because Verbal Tap. That's it. And Raph, I actually feel like I'm gonna have to mute you for this last topic. Okay. That's fine. Nate Diaz feels disrespected after the recent. I guess the way the media is sort of reaching out to Conor McGregor here to tell us how he feels. Nate Diaz, how do you feel? You know, I feel okay. Um, you know, the most important thing right setting now. setting you up for disrespected. Well, no, yeah. I know. God damn it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm more trying to just, get you, like, one time, would you work with me? 
Dog, let me tell you something right now. I feel disrespected that you were trying to get me to say the word disrespected. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's not nice. Yeah, you're I know. I'm not. Well, I'm a street champ. 145-pound champ. I'm going to be declaring it, and you should get it tattooed. Yeah, you know, the, the thing is right now, it's like, you know, everyone's like, oh, Connor's a big man because he, like, tapped out. And I'm like, well, who do you think tapped him out? You know? And yeah. It's like. That's me. I should be the man. But, like, nah, people are like, oh, my God, he's got, like, courage like a fucking lion. And I'm like, dog, how are you going to say that in front of me? <laughs> well, Nate, uh, everybody's also talking about what a insane great fighter you are, too. Yeah, right? dog, I know. It's just fucking the way it is, 209. I mean, it's obvious that I'm a fucking great fighter because, like, dog, do you see the way that people are stalked and slapping people now? Like, you're welcome. For real, don't date a Kardashian. I know it's going to be tempting, but it's bad for the athletics. So that's my advice to you, Nate Diaz. Um, thank you. Uh, <laughs> as always, you're a fucking beacon of fucking knowledge I mean, for me, so thank you. Well, 145-pound champ at 209, and uh, Nate Diaz, thanks for swinging by tonight. Yo, I'm going to tell you one thing, which is money talks. I want the biggest fight. Whoever I got to fight, the biggest show, the biggest payday is, you know, that's the shit that I want. And, um, you know, fuck you guys. And um, one more thing. Um, Listen, if somebody calls you like a little later about a P test. Yeah. It was yours. Okay? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, okay. I've got your back. But like, are you clean? No. <laughs> Close. Oh, shit. Dog. Sorry. Yeah. I found the one person worse than me. Okay, thanks. Bye. Nate Diaz. Raph, Nate, uh, Nate feels disrespected. Because <laughs> you disrespected him. I did accidentally disrespect him. You, Raph wasn't listening. He just assumes for those uh, listening out there in the verbal typecast it's world. It's a pretty good guess to just and assume you I did. I did accidentally make him really angry right off the bat. But, you know, he's good when he's fiery. And... Uh, I'm just really excited that Nate Diaz is in full tilt our lives for the foreseeable future. Can we all just stop and take a minute to celebrate that? <laughs> this is the greatest gift. We really got one here, and I don't care if it was at the FIFA curse. Thank you. Thanks for all your magic. <laughs> Rev, that's going to do it for us. It's shout-outs time. Let's do it. Uh, I'll start. Went back to Jubera. Trained so hard I vomited. Again, mm-hmm. really got to work on that. Uh, first real beating by a brown belt. And I think that's, um, do I get like some sort of chip or something? No, it's not AA. We don't give you like. We should be giving out chip. chips for that. I suppose we could. I suppose we could give out recognition to people. It's just like, hey, feel nice that. job surviving your first brown belt. Mauling. That's <laughs> all so you could call it. I was trying to go to deep half, and he just had this grip, and it was like, could you just let that go? It would be I so still don't understand why you would play deep half deep. at a time like this. It's just time to, you know, you got to get punished. You got to take your licks. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be brutal. And a big shout out to my parents. Uh, for asking me a very progressive question this evening. What does it mean when a 55-year-old man takes a new last name? And that was a great discussion. So oh, okay. Everybody's good. reaching out and making progress. Oh, good for them. I want to go ahead and shout out Valley Martial Arts Center. Had a great day of training over there with the Open Mac guys. It was nice because I was on vacation, but I still went to go train. The Open Mac guys, jiu-jitsu boy band. 
stealing mm, it. The no. open Mac guys. No. We're you're like here. 16 years too late, Kev. Okay. Uh, we're going to find the next generation. And we're gonna, uh, I'm yeah, going to loop I, Perlman this. <laughs> uh, I want to say thank you to them. That was a lot of fun. I also want to say a big shout out to Breakdown Academy, all of the great training partners over there. Everybody stepped up and really helped us on a big sketch that I am so excited to get you guys to see. In a, like I think it's happening in a week's time, just depending on how fast I can throw it together. Um, but it's fun, and I think it's a really cool sketch. And uh, we we hope that you guys really enjoy it. So be on the lookout for that. You can catch that on our Verbal Tap page on uh, the Facebook. So that's at Verbal Tap Cast on there with all of our other social medias. And I want to send a nice shout out to my lovely wife. So this weekend was our one year anniversary. And it's a great reminder that when you have somebody that you love, you're especially uh, gifted, I guess, in this world. But you are reminded when you look through photos of all of your friends and, and a great day and everybody sending you these wonderful notes. And uh, it, it's really overwhelming at times because that day goes by so fast. And if you've experienced it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, well, <laughs> yikes, <laughs> it comes so fast. But uh, always, always try and live in the moment and just really appreciate it because – when you get to reflect on days like yesterday where it was our one-year anniversary and we went out and we relaxed and we just spent a day just doing really fun, cool shit. And uh, those are the days that you really, really appreciate. And uh, as somebody who doesn't take a lot of vacation or do all of that nonsense, it is uh, it is a very nice day. So a lot of that credit goes to my wife who allows me to uh, basically – have this crazy jiu-jitsu life and hobby and uh, podcast and basically makes it so that at the end of the day, she's always a great support system and the perfect compliment to me. So kudos to her and uh, thank you guys so much. You guys have a great rest of your night. That's all I got. Kelly makes some bomb cookies too. She does. Throwing out some ciders. That's going to do it for us at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night. Take a good fight.